Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Well, it's like, well, you know what? You didn't even get an A on this test. So what now, bitch? Oh, like, like literally God. the smack talk That's that like, happens. Those are like what I call Mormon insults. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. We're a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox happens to be the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. That's where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot because we think it's the best. It is the best. It's better than sex. Let's not. It's better than sex. Hello, welcome to the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast. My name is Steve Green. I'm Nikki Limo. And we are joined today by a very special guest, actually one of our favorite people on the entire earth. Yes. Miss Julia Friggin' Chow. Thank you. YouTuber, ex-Blue Apples, producer at JK Films. So many things and we love all of them. Um, We wanted to talk to you today about Should They Don't Tell You About College? Because I know you had mentioned that that's one of the things you wish that Mm -hmm. you would have known more about Mm -hmm. when before you had to go through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just feel like there's that weird expectation that like when when you're in school, you're set up to think a certain way. So yeah. it's just like, okay, so after elementary school, you go to middle school. After middle school, you go to high school, right? And then in high school, that's when you have to figure out what major you want to go into in college, right? Because like that's going to dictate your entire career, mm-hmm. right? And then based on your major, you have to pick the college that you want to go to. But I feel like a lot of kids, especially for me during that time when I was in high school and I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go, there's that weird pressure where you have to go to a quote-unquote a good school in the sense that the name is like really big so thinking about like UCLA UC Berkeley um, which usually means more money yeah more money but then like they have that prestige in their name mm-hmm. where it's just like oh that's a really good school like you should definitely that's try what to you're get paying in for there. though exactly yeah. but it's like pr- paying for a brand name rather than like the generic it's mm-hmm. like l'oreal and shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly l'oreal is a drugstore brand but that's okay l'oreal sounds amazing so you need to relax <laughs> it does and there's a lot of people out there who are like hey l'oreal is my shampoo you know what else sounds amazing suave it does oh, yeah. it does dude i've been seeing commercials of suave lately where yeah. they've been tricking people about their like scent on oh, their new yeah. products and i was like Dude, yeah, I think Suave honestly destroyed my hair because I used to use that as my primary shampoo. Wow. 
Oh yeah, throughout my whole twenties. Dude, herbal essence makes my my shit greasy. It just makes everything go greasy and yes. like unwashed. Herbal I essence agree is with that. Yeah. But it smells like the band. Well, that's the marketing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it does actually smell like no, it does smell good. Yeah. I use it for travel because I don't wash, you know, my hair that often when I travel. That's for sure. So. How about when we're at home? <laughs> I don't wash my hair that often about, at yeah, home exactly. either. Thank you. <laughs> what? But I have yeah. a choice at home. Hmm. Yeah. How about you, Julie? You wash your hair like a normal human being? Uh, I do, but when I was younger, definitely in elementary school, I only washed it once a week, and I was outside playing every single day. I was like a really sweaty kid, but like the (laughs) thing is that like I would wash my hair and I'll tie it up in a ponytail and I'll keep it in a ponytail like an entire time. So you know when you let it go, then you're like, oh, I smell the cleanest. Like I don't need to wash my hair. So it's just like it's been a thing where I only wash my hair once a week. But when did you change? I think in middle school. Because you have really healthy hair. Oh, thank you. I'm surprised you It's very you shiny. We all needed to know before we got into college. <laughs> I, we I, all <laughs> needed to know your secret. I'm surprised you. you only wash it, or you wash it a lot, because usually it dries hair out, but yeah, yours yeah, looks yeah. really healthy. Thank you. Usually I, people say shiny, and that's a bad thing for hair, but you have that Pantene Pro V When is it a bad on. thing? No, when you say shiny hair, like it looks like, it looks like, like your shiny, hair's greasy. Like shiny face is bad, but shiny hair, I feel like, is okay, a, a okay. pretty well, positive. I'm just saying, she's got the, know, she's got consensus the Pantene room? Pro-V thing going. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> about college right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yes. But can yeah. you do that thing where you slowly do the, you know how they do that on the Pantene Pro-V? Nobody can room? see you if they're listening. Well, no, the, the, see what I'm, what I'm doing? See, guys? <laughs> just shut the fuck <laughs> up. I think uh, what Steve is trying to reference is that Dove hair commercial that they did in Brazil, uh, where this man uses a woman shampoo, right? And like he has like this long, luscious hair, and it's literally like a hair commercial. But his coworker noticed that he has long, luscious hair, and he was like, "Your hair is a little weird because it's long." And so, um, pretty much, this guy freaks out, runs over to the store, buys Dove men hair shampoo, and his hair is back to normal, like where it's like short and it looks like uh. a dude. I don't I know. Dove makes your hair fall out? No, but it's just like the fact that like, oh, don't use women shampoo because then you get the women effect, right? But oh, then like you gotta use the man shampoo so that the you look more effect. like a man. This is like I'm hanging out with my mom. I reference something and then she talks about a commercial and tells me about a commercial. <laughs> That's what you were referencing, Steve. That's what I was referencing apparently, so we'll go with that. Yeah. So yeah, I also feel like there's a stigma around college where um, like you have to go. Yeah. You know, it's not even an option not to go unless you're stupid. Yeah. You know, I feel like you're already programmed that this is what you're doing after high school. Yeah. And that's the part that I didn't really realize was programmed into me until I was actually in college and was like, this doesn't feel right for me. Um, and but- I went to a semester of college and I said, man, uh, fuck this. I'm set. I'm super set. Because I hated school. I was not the school mm-hmm. guy. I hated school the whole time I was in school. Yeah. And then I did like a semester at, at um, City of Los Angeles or whatever the hell it is. City of Los Angeles? City of Los Angeles. <laughs> That's where City you, of our Angeles Sounds like a jail University. that you did a semester at. It, it was whatever. Los Angeles City, right? Uh-huh. LA City College. You did a semester at Los Angeles. I did Los a Angeles. semester there and it was nuts, dude. I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm so epically chill. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just can't handle school. So, so. Wow. The, one, the thing that you're talking about, though, is that you feel pressured to pick even after you know that you're going to college to pick a, a the best college you yeah. can pick. Yeah, because um, in the city that I grew up with, like, everybody is, like, so academically competitive. Mm-hmm. So, like, even... <laughs> Asian community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird. I mean, okay, so the city it came from was pretty much, like, 90% Asians, maybe, like, 3% whites, maybe 2% blacks, and then, like, the rest is, like, maybe is Hispanics Monterey Park? and stuff. No, it's not Monterey Park. <laughs> it's, like, it's more in the outskirts of, like, the San Gabriel Valley area, but mm. I would say it's, like, closer towards, like, Roland Heights, Diamond Bar, like, Walnut area. Like, Chino Hills? Yeah, uh, Chino Hills is a little too far. Okay, gotcha. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But like uh, I came from an area where like everyone was just so academically competitive that even like when you're trying to diss someone, it just goes into talking about your grades. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so it's like, what you went to nerd land? Nerd? Yeah, yeah, nerd world. Holy cow. No, for real, because um, it's like what's your GPA? <laughs> Three point nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that shit, and like, everyone's doing high fives, and you're like, yeah, well maybe it's 3.9 and a half. <laughs> Seriously, those are the blows. Like, if you try to make, like, what they would consider, quote, unquote, like, a cheap blow, it would be like, oh, yeah, like, you know what? Like, your face is ugly because, like, that's only a face a mom could love, right? They think, like, that shit is really <laughs> dumb. But if you were to talk about, like, oh, yeah, it's like, well, it's like, well, you know what? You didn't even get an A on this test. So what now, bitch? Oh, like, like, those are literally God. the smack talk that's that like, happens. Those are, like, what I call Mormon insults. <laughs> Or it's, you know you what I'm didn't saying? even get an A on this yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Boom, drop the mic. Right. Yeah, wow. and then, it's like, you didn't even fold your clothes last night. Seriously, and it's like, oh yeah, with that 3.4 GPA, you'll never get into a good college. It's like things like that, that like people feel like, oh yeah, that burns, that stings. Because, That's so funny. You know, it just you just challenge like people's intelligence. Like you just make it like a rank. Yeah. Or, How long did you yeah. study last night? I bet you barely studied even eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things Yikes, like that dude. yeah what would you do you didn't think it was silly know. you just lived in it well to be honest like i i was just trying to get by so like i wasn't trying to make any commotion it's just more of like hey if i'm dumb then i'm fucking dumb like yeah. i can admit to that yeah. well that's nice yeah like that. that's really like self-accepting yeah because i think I feel like most people most kids in high school are like oh i gotta fit in yeah like exactly self-accepting for being dumb <laughs> no, because so <laughs> hey, I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm. Hey, look, I'm dumb, and everyone's like, but, oh. but her dumb is like getting a three point eight. Right, you exactly. Know? Yeah, and I think there, because there have been moments where um, I wouldn't understand a certain concept, like uh, like in math or something, right? Like I don't understand like how like A and B would equal to like C or whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. And like I would genuinely ask like somebody that I know and what they would end up doing is they'll belittle me, be like, how oh. do you not know that? Like oh. it's just so easy to know. And See, then, and I think in, like if you're truly intelligent, those are the people that ask questions. Yeah. Like those are the people that want to know more things that, that will admit that they don't know everything. <laughs> exactly. That was how it was for me about sex, honestly, when I was in third grade. <laughs> I was it's like, will grade? somebody friggin' tell me about sex? Because my parents would not <laughs> tell me about sex at all. At all. Yeah. And anytime a sexual scene came on TV or something, like, everybody out of the room, like, there's a fucking avalanche. It was, like, nuts, right? Whoa. So I was like, I was in third grade. I was like, yo, somebody friggin' needs to tell me about sex right now. And then they, then they all had it as an inside thing not mm. to, to keep play keep away with yeah, the truth yeah. about it. So they, can, they managed to convince me that sex is when a guy puts his genitals near a girl and he pees inside her. That makes sense. And I was like, that makes total sense to me. So I thought that was, it was like that for like a while. Dude. I thought that it was just people getting naked and being on top of each other. Like not even, I didn't even know oh. about penetration stuff. I didn't even know I had a hole down there. I thought it was just yeah. a slit. I didn't know about that. That's good. It's not like we had sex oh I was like, there's no hole. And then I looked with the mirror and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Cause you don't see it. Like right. when you're looking in the mirror, you just see like a crack. You don't yeah. see like. That there's a whole yeah. universe yeah. down there. I I feel like definitely. Um, I don't think I was a very like sexually active or like I I don't think I'm a person that just has a high libido in general because mm -hmm. in elementary school I didn't yeah, think, right. I didn't think about those things. Your lucky lucky boyfriend I just I met. Know. But I didn't think about those types of things until in fifth grade when we. I think that's the time when PE class actually shows you like some videos about sex ed. Yes, and the that's unsexiest when I knew, sex ed videos. Yeah, ever. and yeah. that's when I knew, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> so that's what it is. Because it, it was just never a subject I was too curious about. Right. I yeah. Oh, I was so curious about it. Oh. But then I, like, 
when I found out that the penis went in you, I was so freaked out. I was like, ew, no, that would hurt. <laughs> like I was so like, I'm not, I'm never having sex ever. I was ever. like, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> and that's and probably like, when you started experimenting by putting like your finger yeah, in. Yeah, I was like, ow, no, no, I hate this. <laughs> um, so so did you end up going to like a prestigious school or what, did, what were your thoughts after you graduated? Did you actually, give into that pressure or were you like hey fuck you guys i don't care damn that's it's kind of tough because um i feel like with going to a school that's so like academically competitive you just can't help but feel that you're dumb in terms of where you want to choose and specifically for me um i didn't really have much interest in math. I didn't have much interest in English or history. No more art and creative. Yeah, yeah. like I Damn, think. Damn, name all the subjects. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, I think English. like the closest one, maybe like biology or sciences, okay. because I thought they were cool and I really enjoyed like, studying animals. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I freaking love National she has Geographic. A fox on her sweater yeah. right now. That's my sister, man. Yeah. She loved yeah. all that shit. She became a vet. Yeah, and now she kills animals every day. And oh she, my god, she, does. she she actually just kills <laughs> cats and dogs every day. That she's people so are like, "Hey, he pees a lot. You're like, can you put him down, please?" And she's like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> all day long. Yeah. That's great." And she has to do it. Oh yeah, because her property, it's classic. Yeah, it's I mean, bad. she can only take because like she that. she did that a couple. She like did the whole like I'm fostering this cat like a couple times, and then she just couldn't do it anymore when she started having kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now those little guys. But it's crazy because, like, you know, she got involved because she wanted to save animals and help them. And then instead, like, the majority is people being like, can you put my dog down? She's like a professional cat murderer. (laughs) Yeah, but can you put my cat down? Oh, my gosh. But I love her. She's the best, Jen. Thanks for watching. We're moving across country. We can't bring our cat. Thanks for listening. (laughs) That sucks. I know. I mean, like, I know that some, I I, I knew a friend that actually would put cats and dogs down just for the sake of <gasps> research, but, like, that's because, like, that was, like, her part-time job or something, oh and I'm like, what how could you do that? For yeah. research? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So for yeah. labs or whatever? Yeah, for labs and stuff, and then eventually it's just like, okay, well, time to put you down. And I'm like, <gasps> and I was like, personally for me, I can't even do that, no. and I don't even know how she was able to do that. I could never. But yeah, I so, can't even kill spiders. I just like put them free outside. <laughs> she does. Yeah, she makes me do it half the time. I That's hate true. I hate mosquitoes, yeah. and I've always mistaken mosquito eaters to be like oh. actual mosquitoes. But I even as much as I hate them, I can't kill them. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll just capture it. Yeah, and then I'll just let it go. Let it go outside. Yeah, oh, I can kill a mosquito. Don't even sweat it. <sighs> no, a mosquito catcher. Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah, long nose cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. back to college. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I feel, here's, here are my thoughts on it because I always grew up um, in, like, I don't know, I was in gate and mm-hmm. like AP classes and oh, I did damn. like um, AP calculus in high school and stuff. Um, no, but it wasn't cool. It was like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't cool at all where <laughs> I grew up. Um, and, I was like, the kid who's like, that's damn, not cool. That's, yeah. the, that's where all the cool kids were in my school. Like, literally. God, I wish it was that's the other way around. To me. It is insane. And they all had rolling backpacks and they weren't getting harassed about it. Well, okay, well, only only a few got rolling backpacks, but like, nobody liked rolling backpacks. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right? nobody liked rolling backpacks. Because why are you better than me you carry your bags too cap come on kid <laughs> yeah yeah no but like if you're in ap class or honors and stuff like that like you were popular in the sense like damn you're so smart like you're like there's so many dreams out there for is you is this a world where the valedictorian is like the most laid kid at school i don't know 
I don't want to honest, believe like, in this. I feel like I was more of an outcast, so I wasn't really in the circle. She wasn't into sex, okay, Steve? Like, she's stop like, tell us about your grades, Calvin. And he's like, you got a 104.7. Like, oh, I want to suck your dick and all the shit, right? A 104? <laughs> yeah, some of those kids did. The valedictorians had like above and beyond the, the, the GPA. I know, but GPAs are like 4.0 is like the standard uh, perfect score. And then nowadays you can get like 5.0 because you oh can take God. all technical G- Nikki. GPA. Here we go. Well, 104? Let's play the That's theme song, Mark. It's technical Nikki time. Well, anyway. Oh, well, technical Nikki. <laughs> Great. Bing. I mean, there are people that are like extreme nerds and like extreme geeks in her school, and like they weren't considered cool. It's just that like, you have to have like a cool like social standing, but also you have to be smart. Yeah, but, but if, if you, you can actually you're just be only cool. smart, but if you're only smart and you don't get like a lot of like the social jokes, then yeah. then you're not considered. Then cool. you're not really smart, are you? Yeah, because you're not street smart. You're yeah. just book smart, and there's a difference. Exactly. But here's the thing that the the problem that I encountered is that because. I got, I always got good grades. I actually got in trouble the first time I got a B, um, which sucks for me looking back because my brother got a C average mm-hmm. and they would celebrate when he got a B, but I got <laughs> in trouble so at the B. Yeah. Anyway. That's because they didn't I'm, think I, anything of your brother though. That's I've why. I've let it go. Yeah, but you know that, right? Like they didn't think your brother could do no, it. No, they would tell me that. They're like, you're just smarter than him. Naturally. Exactly. That's and what then, I mean. But no, it's because he's smarter. He figured out how to cheat the system and not try very hard and let everyone think there's a lower expectation. Mm. Damn. Anyway, um, the problem that I had was that uh, there was that expectation that of course I would go to college and I always thought I would. At first I wanted to go to Yale and then I wanted to go to Harvard and then I was like, maybe UCLA. And then I was like, you know what? It makes more economical like sense to go to a city college for two years, a junior college, and then have an automatic transfer to UCLA. Um, so then I was going to go city college. And then when I got into city college, I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to be an actor, like since I was eight years old. It just is supposed to prepare me for my future, and it's just getting in the way of all my auditions. So it doesn't make sense to me. Why don't I go to an acting conservatory program and use this money to actually invest in my future, which is what college was originally designed for? Damn. I wish a lot of of like my classmates at the time really knew about that option because growing up in that high school it was it was like it's either you go to a really good college and like you get praised for it right but Mm -hmm. then if you go into like somewhat of a mediocre then it's considered like you failed and if you go to community college then you completely failed wow because then like like hey like i guess you weren't smart enough to get into a great college like that's exactly the mindset and the mentality so like if anybody that you hear that goes to community college they're like oh Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And I think there is still that. I think Mm -hmm. there's still a stigma when I say that I dropped out of college that, oh, you must not have been smart enough to handle it. When it really, like, to me, when you think about smart, don't you think about logic and don't you think about, like, critical Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. and breaking down logically why you would invest in college? Mm -hmm. Because it's supposed to be an investment that once you get out, you'll be making way more money and it gives you a head start and, like, an edge over everyone else. But now, because everyone goes to college, you're mm-hmm. starting off in debt because you probably have student loans. Uh, I was reading that the, according to the national average, it takes um, the average person 21 years to pay off their student debt. Yeah. So how are you getting a head start? By that time, you're into your 40s and you have kids and a family. And like, how is that a head start? Yeah. So unless you're going to be a professional, like a teacher, a doctor, like a, a professional that you need that extra schooling and that, that those credentials and that licensing, to me personally and i'm not slamming anybody in college because i know that that's 
like that's still a viable thing that you can do. I just think that it's not stupid to think that, hey, maybe it would make more sense to learn a trade or a skill and then use it to get hired as, at a job and have that be the edge over your competition. Yeah, I just I think agree. that. Dude, there are electricians who make more money than YouTubers straight up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, so what happened is the economy changed, but the traditional mindset, the thinking, the system that has been ingrained into our society didn't change. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been kept up. And the way that pe they keep getting people in is by this peer pressure. This, yeah. like, stigma of, like, oh, you're stupid if you can't get in. Mm -hmm. Or if you're stupid if you don't go to college. Yeah. But is it stupid? And I think even more so, there's the other factor of, like, a cultural thing where yeah. um, a lot of the parents in the city that I grew up in, they were all first generation. So they came mm. from over, from, like, overseas yes. to be here. And so they're just like, I want the best for my kid. And getting the best for my kid is making sure they have a great education. And because if they get a great education, then they already have a better foot up in the door yes. to get to like, even just go into like a higher position in the future, like in any career. Because that's what they've been told too. Exactly. Yeah. So my parents are, my dad's first generation and my mom is second generation. Um, and they were both, uh, they both grew up like in kind of low income neighborhoods, like pretty like like my dad grew up in Carson and like in like a two bedroom house with six kids, you know, and yeah. it was very like go to college, right. you know, make sure you go to college, make sure you get a good income. And so he attributes like all of his success and the way that he was able to rise up mm -hmm. with going to college and getting a degree. And same with my mom. And and so I, there's not. I don't. I can't argue that with them because that is what worked for them. I just think times have changed because in the '80s you could get a good job out of school. Yeah. You could get job security. You could get a possibly a pension. Still, it was kind of fading out by then. Mm -hmm. But like you could, you could still find that edge. And it was the average uh, cost of like going to school was way cheaper than it is now. Yeah, and I think. Uh, it's so so for for my situation, right? Um, I decided to go into art because I felt like that that was one job or one area that I could find myself having a full time career in and like not hating myself and not hating my life. Yeah. And um, by doing so, picking art, that's like for Asians, at least mm -hmm. from the community uh -huh. I come from. Your uh, parents love it, obviously. Well, okay, my dad was, so my dad, he's pretty much like a Twinkie. I like to call him a Twinkie because he's yellow, he's yellow on the outside, but he's like pretty much like a white dude on the inside. <laughs> Cause like he's, he's very open, he's very open-minded. Like he adapted to a lot to the American culture and I feel that um, it was great. I think it's great, right? Yeah. My mom is a bit more traditional, uh, but she kind of had She's her... She's a lemon cookie. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she had her doubts. She had her doubts about whether I could make it into the art business or not. And yeah. um, she just wasn't sure like about it, and it wasn't a very viable thing. And it just really sucked at that time because my mom, she obviously has a lot of... Um, Age, like friends that are also moms as well and like their kids are around the same age as me and then they're graduating they're going off to college and they're just bragging about their kids like oh my kid's gonna go to Harvard See, it's bragging and rights exactly oh, yeah. and like especially among the bored parents man yeah they love to sit at dinners with each other and brag about how how their kids are going to some kind of college exactly mm -hmm. and then to me I felt bad because like 
well, fuck, I don't think art is something that she's proud to brag about. It's like, but I chose it because I just feel like this would be- Following your passion. Yeah, like it would be, it would make me happier in the end, right? I mean, like I could go into something of being a doctor, right? But I don't think I would be happy and I feel like- Good for you. I don't know, I, I just feel Saving like Saving people, helping people, yeah. no thank you, I wanna draw things, <laughs> and right? Then, and then personally for you. me, I just feel like it's a waste of money to invest into a subject that I'm not passionate exactly. about. Exactly. Or n- don't know at all because yeah. a lot of people a lot, don't even know what they wanna do. They just know they have to go to college, but they don't know what they want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's I'm not saying that's wrong at all. I think that's a lot of society and a lot of like, you know, you're you're just trying to do a good job. You want to do what you're supposed to do. You want to ha- give yourself the best advantage you can. Um, but when you really like stop and think about how it was supposed to be an investment, which I think a lot of people forget about. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes it's either it's better to wait or better even better to just follow what you're passionate about because that and in if the that end includes college and go for it exactly yeah. if that yeah. includes college then do that yeah and if it doesn't then do try your ass off at whatever you want to do like i think a lot of people see art school or whatever mm. as lazy mm-hmm. as like oh you don't want to work hard or and yeah. not not giving it the validation that it and they don't realize that no like poetry majors is lazy <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's a big difference. Because yeah. I think, um, so again, like with me, when I was applying to colleges for art school, I still kind of fell into that pressure of like, okay, well, I still have to score really high on my SATs so that I can get into a good, probably like a UC school, right? And then mm-hmm. what UC schools are bit more beneficial for art majors? And I'm like trying to look into things and I applied. And the thing is that I think... I don't know what happened. I feel like I had a huge brain fart or either that there was just so much pressure going around the fact of going off to college that I just completely forgot that I had to submit a portfolio. Oh. And so automatically I got rejected. What's a portfolio? Like of your work. Yeah. Like like of your artwork. Wow. And it just... I don't know but how that was your art. my mind. Yeah, but like, it's like a big thing. It's like basically you're like going to a job re- interview and forgetting your <laughs> oh resume. Exactly, God. and I I don't know why I completely forgot about that, but I did. But and what was what was your art? Did you have art at the time? I did, but then I felt like it was just super amateur. Like I think I just wanted to. But go a lot of artists some, think that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you do like true, watercolors true. and stuff, or like 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 uh, uh, oil paintings? It was more color pencils. I oh, did cool. a lot with color pencils. Um, some acrylics, but it was mainly color pencils or pencils or charcoal and you were supposed to submit those things like as samples almost yeah to be accepted into the program yeah but i got automatically rejected from a lot of the the schools that i applied to and it was just mainly um uc schools i didn't Mm -hmm. really apply to private schools or anything because i just felt like i mean other than maybe um cal arts or um my god i don't remember the other one but I didn't think that I was at that level to do so. I just wanted to go into animation. Yeah. And so um, I did apply to a few Cal States, and I got accepted into it because they didn't require a portfolio. And so um, I went to Cal State Long Beach. And it's just UC versus Cal States. In the school that I came from, UCs is definitely way better looking. Mm. And so when I got into the Cal State, it was cool because I knew I applied to it, right? But at the same time, it was just like, ah. It's that so funny how it's just like ah, I failed in every single way that I felt like I might have failed. Oh my god! Right, but the thing is that your failure is me looking at a mountain and going, "I can't climb it." <laughs> yeah, but I think 
in my first year of Cal State Long Beach, I really learned a lot, and I think my mindset adjusted a lot. Yeah. It, it just way more, and I felt like it was the better move for Plus, me. Plus, shit the they end. don't tell you is that your employer doesn't even look at that. Exactly. They don't even look at that. It only matters for this four-year period that your parents can brag about what college you got into, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I think it just blows my mind when I like hear people go into UC Berkeley, UCLA, uh, UC Irvine, San Diego, like any of yeah. those UCs, and they study four or five years into one subject, but they end up not doing that career. Yeah. Like they don't even go into that work field. I know almost nobody who has a major who does that work field. Yeah, it's and crazy. That, and then it just makes me wonder, like, then why did you choose it in the first place? I just feel like that's just a waste of your time and a waste of your money, and people now you're will, in debt. People will die for honor, <laughs> like for for the respect for being able to say that they did whatever. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we're gonna take a break for our sponsors. All of our wonderful sponsors. Let's hear what they got to say. Hey, hope you're enjoying this break. And also, hopefully you're subscribed on CastBox. Because even though you can listen to our podcast on any app, we hope that you're listening to it on CastBox because that's the best one. And why don't you give us a break and only use the CastBox app when you're listening to our show. I mean, you could listen to it on iOS or Android. That's totally chill. But you'd be really giving us a break because we're on break. None of what you're saying makes sense because they can listen to CastBox on iOS and Android. It's not mutually listen, exclusive. I don't know how it works. I don't have all the information. <laughs> I just happen to know that I think it's really great. Okay, well, great. Good for you. Also, if you can rate and review us, it really helps people find our podcast, and we'd really appreciate it. I give Nikki an 8 out of 10. Please excuse Steve, and please like us. Always room for improvement. We're trying our asses off. So um, you want to shampoo your hair, but you don't know what to use. Well, there's only one product to use, and that's Suave Hair Care for Men. Suave Hair Care for Men, um, I mean, I used it in my 20s. i got to say it killed every single follicle in my hair. Like, <laughs> I, it's a great ad. But I, this is but a really great ad. What's great, though, is that now— You need that hair. Yeah, I just don't—you know, I find that when it's hot, like it's been hot as hell lately— like, I have a lot more of a breezy uh, time when there's, like, gusts of wind and stuff like that. It cools my body down way more mm-hmm. um, than I thought it would. And um, I find that in the, by continuing the use of Suave that more and more of my hair um, gets freed up for more air Thank to God. pass through. So <laughs> it's pretty nice. And I, I got to say, this is um, a really fragrant, like, nice nice fragrance to the product, which is pretty cool. And the bottle's kind of tight. So Currently at my household, we're using the Suave uh, shea butter uh, body wash. Ooh. Yeah, we all enjoy it. Wow, is I think we went through three bottles already. already. No, no, it's perfectly fine. Does it give mm. you that rash though? The the one that starts to puss up a little bit? No, no rash. <laughs> Are we supposed to get rashes? I don't. I, I mean, it's just no, me then. I mean, we we got three bottles. Of, we were, we went through three bottles of it already. So I think this is just a like... me thing, not Swallow's fault. It's just okay. me. I'm yeah. having a personal reaction to this oh, stuff. Are you patchy? Yeah, I got like a patchy, like like uh, as, like a little bit of a flaky oh skin God. coming from from using from overuse. Please probably. describe it. I I do sh- I shower <laughs> three three times a week, and I think I'm probably overusing the product. I see. Yeah, so, so uh, don't shower. Try not to shower when you're using the product. Just use it maybe like on the pads of your fingers or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm messing up. Or use a loofah. I I didn't use a loofah. That's probably where. Okay, I was. that's I important. So yeah. Um, the, All right, and enter the promo code. I used code. to have a loofah actually, but then I put Suave Hair Care for Men on it, and it, it's just a string now. A string? Yeah, it just it, it ate the loofah. <laughs> it ate the loofah. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. It's weird. Wow. Yeah, make sure but you, you got to check out Suave. Suave. It's oh my god, the product is great, and uh, we appreciate them sponsoring the program. That's Suave. The program. 
check it out. Well, that was a great sponsor. I'm so glad that they sponsored us we appreciate this it. week. Um, back to college, or maybe not back to college, if you Let's didn't hope not. go, if you didn't It's been a nightmare go. so far. <laughs> <laughs> so did you complete college? I did complete college. So um, I went into the anime animation program. I was about to say anime. anime. <laughs> animation program. You kind of did go into anime. But you do like anime. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I do enjoy it every now and then, but not as much as I used to when I was in high school. Well, you I go see. to the anime con, you were just at the anime con. Yeah, I enjoy it. And you did a meet and greet there. I did do a meet and greet because so I love So you more than just best. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, it's so interesting because remember, remember you're like I enjoy about, coffee yeah. in the morning. I'm not at a coffee con expo. <laughs> but how many parents, when they're sitting with their friends now, like you're talking about how your parents really were like to brag about kids being in college. How many parents can be like, like, yo, my kid was at the anime convention and she did a meet and greet. And it's like, well, my kid that's went true. to Cal State. Who gives a fuck? Because that's not as cool. Well, so at first, when I went to Cal State Long Beach, my mom wanted to monitor like my progress and see how I was doing. And so she would see my artwork and she would see that it's something viable and that I could potentially make it out into the real world. And so she just let me continue to study into that, right? Um, but as soon as I got into the YouTube world, uh, my mom knew nothing about it in the beginning. I just told her I was interning for a video production company. And then eventually um, her friends, uh, their kids started recognizing, like, oh, is that your daughter? And then my mom would be like, oh, yeah, that's her. And she's like, oh, she's on YouTube. Like, uh, you know, she, she does, like, uh, she, she's on the camera and she's like actually like famous and whatnot. And at that <laughs> time I was like, ah, no, yeah. I'm not. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just someone behind the cameras, right? Yeah. And so then my mom, she like, would come up and she'll ask me about it and she'll try to get more details and then I and again at this time I didn't want to give her that much because I didn't even give her like the name of the company or even the channels or anything yeah until one day my cousin came over and be like oh yeah here's the channels that Julia's worked on and then my mom was just watching it and like she laughs about it and she now she just follows everybody Aww, but like when that. she talks to her customers she's like oh yeah my daughter's going to this like she's like having a lot of fun with this and That's blah blah great. and like she's, she's happy to tell she's people that about you she now. is she is yeah. and like I think that's what I wanted in the end because yeah I think what kind of drove me out of that mindset of being like, oh, I'm such a failure for like one, choosing probably the worst subject that every Asian parent doesn't want their kid to have. Mm -hmm. And Art. then two, going into like a Cal State school that's not even a UC, right? It's but slightly all. better, I guess, quote, quote unquote, slightly better than a than a community college, right? But at least you're going to some sort of college, right? Like that's, that's the mentality, yeah. right? But I don't think community college is a bad thing. I feel like I'm... Someone who highly advocates that, you know, college isn't for everyone. And if you're undecided, save money, go to a community college and then just transfer. Yeah. You save way more than that. They have great that. transfer programs. Yeah. And especially if it's a bachelor's degree, I, yeah. again, I don't know anybody whose employer like checked, except for my cousin who's a lawyer, mm -hmm. that uh, they she was applying for places that wanted her to have gotten a degree from a prestigious law school yeah. and th that made a difference. That's the only time, but again, that's like a professional, like uh, where you need more years of schooling. Yeah, I mean law school. Than yeah. Just, yeah, you need, you need not just a bachelor's. Um, but yeah. although, although in my cousin Vinny, it took him quite a while to validate that he was a, so you can practice law for a certain amount of time before they do discover you. Yes. Mm. We know that. Yeah, because the movie says it's true. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Classic. so uh, I have an Asian dad and um, I don't know if it has to do with that or the fact that, you know, he just thinks that um, the degree is 
the degree and the degree alone is what saved basically our family. Um, but I remember, and he doesn't remember this, or maybe he's just saying he doesn't remember, but he really, he told me he doesn't remember saying this, but I remember specifically a time I was in fourth grade and I was like, I want to be an artist. And he said, you could be an artist, but you're gonna be poor your whole life. <laughs> and I, and I do think that he said it in a loving way. Cause my mom was like, Ben, don't tell her that, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, um, I it's also think that those technolo- the te- technology we have today with social media mm-hmm. and having um, a way to showcase your art through not the traditional means of mm-hmm. needing like a gallery and an agent and all this other stuff, like being able to show your art and have an audience for it right away was not around back then. So there's no way they could foresee it being a viable career or yeah. like something that you could easily make money Look with. Look at those YouTube videos where people like, they, they 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 draw something and they fast motion it. Dude, I watch those all the time. Yeah. I'm not even those an artist. And I just like watch them. And they them. always have like 24 million views or something. Yeah. It's just so watchable. It is. But yeah, that there you go. That's an art That's an art And major those are right things that, that weren't around back then. Like who could have known that, that that one day would be something, just somebody even practicing their art and fast forwarding it is giving them AdSense revenue and something to live off of while they're like doing their art. I think right. that's so amazing. And just a testimony to like following your dreams. Or is there such a thing your, as your covers joy. for artists where they just have to draw Disney characters all day instead of like drawing what they like? Uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, have you ever thought yeah. of that? Well, it, yeah. it has the same, the, I feel like art. there's the, the age-old conflict with artists where, you know, do you sell out? Do you take yeah. the job that you don't really love, but it's paying you money to do art? Or do you only do art from your heart mm-hmm. and then you maybe can't sell it because, you know, it doesn't have a market, but you love to do it? You know, and then so I think there's always a balance you have to make. You you try to find that balance too as an entertainer. Yeah, of course. You know, you have the jobs that you get hired to do that you're not really thrilled about, but you know you can like you can do them. And then you have the ones that you really love, and you're like, I don't care if I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to do it because I love it. Right. You know, I think there's always that in a creative field. Yeah. And I kind of went with that mindset, like, oh, I I like it and I want to go and pursue it. And I think hearing all my mom's friends just brag about their kids and then in a way, like, indirectly belittling me and not thinking that I could make it, right? And, Mm -hmm. like, in in a way also just, like, slapping my mom in the face too, right? And so, like, to me, that just gave me more fuel to the fire where I was just like, you know what? Fuck you, bitches. (laughs) I don't give a fuck anymore. And I was like, I'm going to fucking prove you wrong and fucking make millions. I love this, Julia. I love this, Julia. I love this fire. And then I know, and then you turn and you're in the room and you're like, hi, Mrs. Groucho. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. Like, it's just, uh, it's just so annoying because then, but the thing is that I also get some personal satisfaction because when I see their kids, and they have no life <laughs> yes. in their eyes, and they're soulless, and they hate themselves. But they went yes. to a UC school, and exactly. they got a 5.0. Exactly. Julia, and it was just like fuck those people, exactly. Julia. And then when I see them, I'm like, good. 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 I love it. Good. Excellent. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was like, you know what? Because you know, you had the option to fight for your dream yeah. and not to listen and like be like, not necessarily like, because I feel like parents can condition kids to be like, being a doctor is good. Being a doctor is good. Mm-hmm. You should be a doctor. You should be a doctor, right? And you can form some sort of interest into it, but it's not good when it's forced. Yeah. And when it's forced and you're just doing it for the sake of a title and for, again, prestige, mm-hmm. then I just feel like, good just suffer (laughs) because to me i'm like look i don't i don't like the idea that you adopt that mentality where it's like because you have a good job you can look down on people right the ones that are looking down on people and judging people because i will say that's why i would say good yeah i'm glad you're suffering i i agree with you to an extent 
Like whenever I'm at a, we're at a restaurant or something and a waiter comes up, like I'm better than them. I'm better than that waiter. I'm better than that waitress. Yeah. Whoa. I'm way better than Shut that. Up. Go get he me my lemon. Any of this. Go get me my lemon waters. I'm like, where is this going? No, I actually. It's, it's, it's no, a it's reference. Fun. It's actually to, a reference to. What but they just don't happened. know that. Yeah, I, know. I don't know that. Okay, well, no, there's well, a story. We were, a, we were at dinner with with somebody, and uh, they were not very nice to our waitress. And I was like, "This is fucked. I don't like this shit." Oh, that's mm-hmm. dumb. It drives me fucking crazy. And they were bragging about their PhD. So. Yeah, it's all um, good. Yeah, <laughs> but then I see. Okay. To me, it's like you can have bragging rights if you're legitimately like doing good. But mm. if you're if you're bragging and then there's nothing much to show about it, but you're just talking about theories, but that's and all insecurity. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, I just feel like that's just vibrato. Like, yeah. Just... But I want to go back to the fuel that you were talking about yeah. because I feel the same way. Because um, when I try to think about how it could have panned out differently, yeah. I don't think I would change anything. Because at first, when I left college to move to LA to pursue acting, it was a really it was a really big deal and and really hard. I think for my parents because it had always been like, of course, Nikki's going to college. Of mm-hmm. course, of course, of course. Like I'm the academic one of the two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it didn't make sense to me, I presented it to them and, and they were going to pay for everything while I was going to college. They were going to pay for whatever lodging I needed to have, whatever, um, you know, school supplies, everything that I needed, they were going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them if instead of paying all of that, um, instead of investing all that into, into college, if they would invest it into acting, like acting school, I found the best coach I could find, the best conservatory program, um, and if they would pay for like part of the rent, so that because I was going to be waitressing, but I didn't think I could cover a whole the whole rent with waitressing, and they said no, they were like no, this deal was only if you went to college because wow. at the end of it you get a degree. There's something physical that we can hold in our hands, and it hurt. Because I was like, this logically makes sense to me that this would, you'd be investing, you know? But I was like, okay, so they gave a choice. And I feel like that's, that was the defining moment where you either go, okay, I'd rather have everything paid for and do what they want me to do. Or you say, no, I have to do this. And I really just felt it in me that I had to go to LA, whether or not I ever succeeded, like I needed to do that for me. But the first five years, was crazy because I felt like if I failed, I'd have, like I was a failure in life. Like they were right and they're proving themselves right and I I would have to go back and live with them. And, and in my head, it was like the worst thing that could happen mm-hmm. because I, I needed to be right. I needed to make it work. And I think that if, if they would have supported me, I don't know, maybe it would have been great, but I think I needed a little bit of doubt, like a little bit of fire that was like, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. And they were really supportive after the first year or two. Like they would help me get headshots and stuff like that and, and some private acting coaching lessons. But yeah, um, but yeah, I remember that for those first couple of years, every time I needed to like ask them for help or something, I was like, oh no, fuck, I'm failing. Yeah. And then when it finally like, Start, you start to get your feet yeah. on the ground. It's like, yay! Yeah. You can follow your, your yeah. dreams and I think, have it happen. I think it, that, I think that's just the craziest thing because for me, it's like in my school, I never felt like I really fit in. Mm. Um, I there maybe like a particular group, which is why I only probably would say I have less than ten people from high school that I keep in touch with. Like maybe even just five. Right? Yeah, I think I only have two. Yeah, and um, I have zero. I don't talk <laughs> to those true. people. But I'm. But I also feel. But it's. One of those things where um, I kind of wanted to also prove that the way that I was going wasn't a bad path mm-hmm. either. Because again, majority, I would say 
probably 70% of the people that attended to my school, they all went to a UC school. Mm. Like a good amount have gone there. And like, that's that's what's been built into their, their minds. Like that's what they've been convinced. Like, okay, I gotta go to, um, in high school, I gotta figure out what my major is and then maybe major, then I have to like choose like a really good school to go to. And after I go to a good school, then I graduate from there and then get a job, right? Mm. And I just feel like that's the mentality that they're running with all the time. And anything that goes against that it's just, oh my God, like you're failing. You're failing, you right. you can't you can't do this. It's like, oh, you're dumb, like you can't even make it out. It's like, how are you gonna make a lot more money if like you don't even have that type of knowledge? And yeah. I think for me, it's like, well, I don't have that knowledge. Like my body, my brain can't, doesn't even have the capability to absorb these types of things. <laughs> it's like, as much as I want to, no matter how hard I try to study on it, it's like, if my brain refuses to like soak it in, it's like, I, I, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Like, like if I'm just like trying to pound it in where it's just like, I'm reading this one paragraph 10 times, 15 times, 20 times, like it's not it's gonna not make a difference. In. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, it's like, Asian well. Asian kid with ADD. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I think at that time I was like, you know, you had no shot. I don't want this to be a, a bad stigma either. Mm-hmm. And I just want something positive to come about it. And I feel like I want to prove the people who have been thinking in that mentality of the world is like, I'm smarter than you, so I'm better than you, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well, you're not necessarily better than me. You're just being an asshole that's suppressed and you fucking need to like get your shit in your pants. Dude. Well, they're like, like, just fucking stop. <laughs> they're clinging to exactly. anything that they could have that gives them like, yeah. A, an edge over someone because they feel like small inside and they need that extra. yeah exactly. those are the people who have to tell you about how well they're doing exactly. like you can't just yeah. like be in a room and be cool they have to tell you how well they're doing while they're in the room and, it, and it's like I get it in high school you have a lot of insecurities and whatnot right but I just feel like I don't think it's a good mindset to feel better when someone's worse than you mm-hmm. yes yeah that's like all the tuber friends that we have who talk about numbers and shit all the time and we're like mm. dude just please just shut up and relax Holy yeah cow. yeah I didn't even. And nobody said nothing about numbers, dude. How how you how are you well, here? Well, they need that. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. very strange. It, it's interesting. Yeah. So I don't. I think whatever field you go into, there's always going to be those people. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be the person that has these insecurities and needs like to use something to belittle people with. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck, dude. I had I had a shit ton in high school, right? But then I think the one thing that stayed true is that I just didn't like hurting people and putting them down. Yeah. So it's like, if they're smarter than me, it's like, yeah, go ahead, be smarter than me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like what, what, what does my intelligence have to do with your world? Like, does yeah. it bother you? Does mm-hmm. it like bring you down? Exactly. Like, Once I, I learned that when I was like 13 years old, that yeah. I don't, if you, like, why do pe- random people around you have control over you? Yeah. And I was really like, why do I care about this anymore? And then I was like, holy shit, that's the magical fucking formula. Exactly. And I think in my first year of Long Beach, I just remember everything about transitioning over to from high school to Cal State Long Beach. I hated it. Like, I hated it because that mentality was so like deep into me where it's just mm. like, oh, I can't believe I made it to Cal State. I can't believe I'm going to a Cal State. I was like, oh, like this sucks, right? Yeah. And with that, it was, I don't know, I just felt like in the middle of the year, like, why am I so upset about this? It's like, I'm here now. Like, why do I, why am I harping over something that's like in the past, in the sense of I'm not with these academically like challenging. But they're still like, in your head. Yeah, they're still in my head yeah. in that sense. But it's just like, but why do I give a fuck on trying to fit in with them? Yeah. That was my point in my first year. I was like, I don't need to fit in with them. Like, mm-hmm. this is my life. It's not their lives controlling mine. Like, it's my life. I control my, I tr- control my life. Yeah, well, humans yeah. are a tribal species. Like, they right. they tend to, like, biologically want to fit in with each other. Mm-hmm. So you, you do your best to, like, 
fit in, blend in. And that's why it's so hard when it doesn't resonate with you, whatever the crowd is doing. It's like, yeah. it's like well, I don't feel this way, but I feel like I should feel this way, so mm-hmm. maybe I'll make myself feel this when way. When did you feel like you belonged somewhere? Uh, I would say, I think around the time where I just didn't care anymore about like what people thought was probably starting in my second year of college. But I don't think it truly kicked in until my last year of college. Because at that, I, I feel like I was still in that mindset of, okay, I gotta finish school on time. I don't wanna like stay any later. I don't wanna spend any more money. I just wanna make sure I'm on track so that as soon as I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm just done, right? And um, in my last year, it was like, because things were just going so fast, now I finally had the time to just be like, okay, so what is happening in my life right now? And it's like, what do I care about? What don't I care about? And like, I feel like a lot of that just came from, I think a lot of it was fear that held me back from a lot of things that I wanted to do because it was just, you, you talk yourself out a lot of things because again, growing up in the high school that I did, I just feel like you have to logically list out all the potential like solutions that can happen from like this oh one situation, yeah. right? And then like you overthink it to the point you where like- a spreadsheet about all exactly. the solutions and, and then, things like, that could go wrong. You overthink about it and mm-hmm. then you're just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not even gonna touch it because it's like, it's, it's just too much to think about it. There's too much stress behind it. And like either way, it seems like you're just gonna fail, right? Mm-hmm. But it, in my last year, I was like, you know what? like. I don't want to be scared anymore, so fuck this shit. I'm just gonna do whatever I want to yeah. do. And then that's, yeah, so I feel like that's when And what'd you start that doing? Happened. Uh, it was just like, whether to go out to parties, because I was just so honed in on, I have to finish my projects and I have to like graduate college on time, right? So like me going out to parties and socializing wasn't very much my thing. And plus like, as an R major, like each class is about six hours a week. So oh, if it's twice a week, it's like a three hour class that you're in. And so there's That's a lot of- That's not bad, six hours a week's great. <laughs> yeah, but then the thing is that you have to take like four, oh. you have to take four R classes. Okay. Yeah, four art classes, and you have to like take two other random subject classes. Okay, and stuff. Gotcha. So like that's a lot of time that goes into yeah. it. So a lot of my classes they would um, overlap a lot of club activities that happen. So I never really joined much clubs either. Got it. And so what um, clubs would you have joined? What would you have your eye on? Uh, I think I would have. I think I would have been open to anything like maybe bicycling club, like uh, or um, bow and arrow, where like archery, oh, yeah. archery, archery, yeah. archery club, like even running club. I think. Any anything so that like because of the stress of art school, you're not a bicyclist and you're not an <laughs> archer. Well, I did I did bike in my latter years of college. I uh-huh. did bike to school. They can suck it. Good yeah. job. There yeah, you go. but I mean, in terms of just being social and connecting with other people, it was just mainly my own classmates because we were all on the same schedule and we all see all each other yeah. all the time. But um, yeah, I didn't go out to parties very much because I would feel that sense of guilt of like, oh, I'm not putting 100 percent into my work because I'm just too busy wanting to have fun mm-hmm. in, in that sense, right? Versus focusing and having fun in the future once I've been established. Yeah. So my mindset has just always been like that. But in my last year, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I should just enjoy college the way it should be enjoyed. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about a lot of, I think that if anything, college gives you those social skills that yeah. you need because I'm not a very social person. Yeah. And, um, and I feel like I missed out on that experience mm-hmm. with the college. Public school got you covered. I don't know. I was very isolated in public school too, though. Like I just, yeah, I wasn't really social. Uh, What? But you seem very social, though. Well, so this is all the stuff that was pent up that I couldn't express, and that's why I got into stand up because it was like finally I could express myself, you know, with a microphone and without anyone interrupting me. Mm -hmm. And then you know, yeah, like I found my voice and stuff. But back then it was like I was just. 
I was just really introverted and like it was hard for me to speak up at a social event. Like mm-hmm. people like Steve who are extroverts, if they were talking, I I could I felt like I couldn't get a word in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Still can't. Still can't. <laughs> Still can't. No, no, he interrupts me quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I got but you. yeah. Uh yeah, so I would just say to anybody out there that is like struggling with what you want to do in life, um, or wondering if college is the right thing for you, or maybe you're in college wondering that. I'd say Or maybe you're graduating next week. Maybe you're graduating nine maybe days you're from graduating now. On Thursday. It's time to drop the hell out. <laughs> Realize what you're doing. No, Charlotte, Charlotte, our intern in here, she's graduating next week. And I'm trying to get her to quit. This week. Uh, she's no, graduating. I thought, it was, I thought it was next week. Is it this week? It's yeah. this week. You yeah. need to get out of here, she's girl. She's graduating in two, two days. days? <laughs> no, look, it's not worth the money. Okay? We're trying to get you out. I hey. would say. Figure out what you want to do first. Mm-hmm. However long that takes you, figure out, you know, start doing hobbies until you figure out what you want to do, what makes, yeah. what gives you passion, what, like, drives you. Figure that out first and then reverse engineer it. Do you need college or don't you need college? Mm-hmm. Do you I want need you to a write down school? how much college is going to cost on a piece of paper. You write down how much it's going to cost for four years and then... How much that job pays you. You take that exact amount of money and you put it in a fucking Bitcoin. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. That was not <laughs> I feel like the number I one... Expecting. There I you feel go. Like the number one thing that uh, students right now that should focus on is where, what major they want to go into and do research on what program is best for that. Because sometimes some UC schools don't even have a great program for what they want to go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so when I went to Cal State Long Beach, I didn't know that nursing was a really big thing there. Oh. But like apparently ner- like the Cal State Long Beach nursing department is like really high up there. Like it's so competitive and it's... And a lot of people try to apply, but a lot of them don't get in. Like, maybe only 5,000 get in at a time. Yeah. So it's just do your research because sometimes um, as much as you want to go to a school that has a better name, you want to go to a school that can actually provide you the knowledge that you want and that's most beneficial for you. And Mm -hmm. nursing, by the way, I mean, let's be real. It's a four-year degree, right? Four-year? Five. It's five. Five Five-year degree to get people to step on a scale. I'm, I'm kidding. Yo, hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They have the ability to kill nurses. people. Steve's jealous. I'm, I'm, just, I'm jealous. You're better than everyone. I'm huh? kidding, You're better man. than nurses. No, I'm just sticking yeah. around. Better than nurses. My cousin's a nurse. I got a whole Filipino family of nurses. What's your cousin's name again? Rianne. I'm better than Rianne. <laughs> no, I, I love you. Rianne. And my aunt Sheila, she's a nurse too. I know. I love. I love. Yeah, teachers. Filipinos yeah. love nursing. Yeah, <laughs> they're all into it. I know. I know a few. Yeah, but yeah. What? 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 Get people step on scale. All that. Are you kidding me? What programs? good for you or if you know if you if a trade school or like some sort of Mm -hmm. like specialty study would be better for because a lot of times hands-on experience like interning is is before you graduate yes yes it actually gives you way more knowledge and and education than what you learn in your classes that's what my sister said this is some food because she's a vet and she was like i didn't learn shit until i was actually in a vet like doing this office jerking off bulls and shit which she had to do one time was weird Wow. Like all the stuff she had to do, she didn't learn it until she was there. Well, for anyone out there that is an art major, um, I would highly recommend that you find an internship before you graduate. Whether you're in your third year of college or fourth year of college, um, you should find one as soon as possible. Even if you think that you might not be qualified for it, just try it out because the way that you'll learn on how to work in that world is if you actually <laughs> literally work in it. Um, because you can only learn so much in a classroom. They only mm-hmm. teach you um, what they think is necessary, right? Which is, oh, uh, here's your foundation. This is the foundation. You go along with whatever you want to take with it. But the thing is that sometimes you may not even use it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I would highly recommend that you take an internship 
see before what skills you, graduate, you need, need yeah. that you actually need. Before you graduate, instead of doing it after you graduate, because there's going to be a lot of people competing for that. So just try it before, and then people will take notice. Like, hey, this person's actually younger, and um, they're Potter, actually... wiser. No, they're actually... Tighter. They're courageous <laughs> to oh, apply... Oh at a younger age yeah. just to get a shot and see versus waiting until they're older when they're it's too weathered late. and older. It's too late. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what I was told in college. But unfortunately, I didn't get an internship because I completely changed it in the middle of it. Oh. You're giving advice you didn't even take. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. But, but no, she, she like would have. Should they I don't tell you? Oh, She's telling okay, them. Fair, 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 yeah. fair, fair, fair. That's, I would have done it if if I if I knew that knowledge. Yeah. Because then, like to me, I had a lot of fear in the sense of like, oh no, no, my portfolio is not good enough. Yeah. I, I don't want to submit it until like I know till that. It's perfect. Yeah, until it's perfect. But it's just one of those things where don't wait too long. Just fuck it. Just try it and apply for it. If you don't get that year, then try again next year, and you know exactly what they're looking for. Tight. Yay! I well, like it. Yeah. That Thank sounds you. like a final thought to me. It was a final thought. My mine's final thought too. What's your? Was final that mine? Was that mine too? I think you. I think so. Want to say another one? What do you want? I got. I got one. Okay, quick. Listen, college is a fucking meme. Get the hell out while you can. Wow. <laughs> All right. On that note, right, thank, thank you. you so much for being here, Julia. <laughs> thank you for having me. Where can me. they find you? Uh, you can find me on my Instagram. I'm most active there. It's at X Blue Apples with a Z. With a Z. With a Z. Z. Great so branding. X. Easy. I know. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy branding. It's just like mine. Mine's like 14 letters long. It's like holy shit. Damn. Steve Green Comedy. It's like come on, dude. Yeah. Terrible branding. Sorry about that. And different platforms have different names for you. I'm Nikki Limo and everything. And by the way, if you would like a topic that you would like us to discuss on, should they don't tell you that we haven't talked about already? Email me podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N I K K I dot L A M O. Okay, deuces, y'all. Bye. Bye. Why didn't anyone tell me? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.